0: This is a Saddleback Church Podcast.
1: Hey, friends, and welcome back to Doable Discipleship, a Saddleback Church podcast designed to help you deepen your faith, or as we love to call it.
0: It's the show that helps you grow.
1: My name is Jason. This is Linda. We're on the Spiritual Growth Team here at Saddleback Church. Just a friendly reminder that Doable Discipleship is a part of the Saddleback family of podcasts. So you can go to saddleback.com slash podcasts to see uh, all of uh, Saddleback's many podcasting offerings to, you know, <laughs> fit into your schedule. Um, so many fun things. So, uh, Linda, today... Yes, we are talking about influence. Indeed. Yes. Um, So, okay. To set this up, we're gonna just throw out this phrase: "We all exert influence." You may not think you're influential, or or you think you're overly influential. Uh, I, I don't want to presume. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We all exert influence. That's just a truth. Um, And we all all are. Influenced. Mm -hmm. So we influence others and others influence us. There's this cycle of influence. And so I think having some time to actually think about, be intentional about the way that you're thinking about your influence Mm -hmm. and those influences in your lives is important. So that's what we're going to be doing today, especially as we've been talking about relational health and we've Mm -hmm. been talking about, um, how we think about our relationships with others and wanting to be more um, thoughtful and intentional around that area of our life, the topic of influence, I think, is can be pretty important and, mm-hmm. and very impactful. Um, so Romans 14, 7, bring this all started with Scripture. Nice place to start. says, For none of us lives to himself, and no one dies to himself. That's just talking about this connectedness that really we all have Um, because again whether you realize it or not every interaction like every time you are interacting in some way shape or form with somebody else whether it's in person or whether it's online it is shaping us and it's shaping those we interact with Mm -hmm. there is influence happening Mm -hmm. there is change there is there is even even the tiniest little morsel of change, there is something that is happening through every interaction. It, it, you know, now, I should say, a single interaction, it may not radically transform a person. Now, it may. It could. It very well could. Um, but over time, right, if you really think about the cumulative impact of influence and how it can shift behaviors and Thought patterns and beliefs and attitudes like this, it there's, it's a bigger field of play. Yeah. There's a lot more into it than you may think at first glance.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of times we're not thinking about the little influences that are happening all the time. We're thinking about big, super impactful yeah, things. Yeah.
1: Life-changing decisions right. or, or, you know, I want to be like, like this person and really just acknowledge it. Like, you know, setting up somebody as like an idol or a mentor or something like right. that. But it's not, it doesn't have to be that grandiose. Right. It, you know, every little thing gets you thinking about what that person is saying, what that person's doing, what, what, what their body language is like. Mm-hmm. All these little things are influential. And the way that you do that too is influencing others.
0: Absolutely. So let's start by looking at, cause the influence goes both ways. So let's first talk about the, the ways that we're influenced by other people. And the Bible actually has a lot to say about the people we spend time with and how we can be influenced with them. Um, Proverbs 22, 24 to 25 says, don't make friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered, or you may learn their ways and get yourself ensnared. So they're saying if you, if you are constantly around the angry and the hot-tempered, it's going to rub off on you. You'd like to believe it's not, but it will. Yeah. Proverbs 13, 20, he who walks with wise men will be wise. So that would be who we want, you know, to be investing ourselves with, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. So there's this sense that who we're spending time with is impacting and affecting us.
1: I love how sometimes the Proverbs just doesn't, you know, it just cuts right yeah, to they the thick of it. They you do know, not
0: mince words. You know,
1: you will be destroyed <laughs> yeah. if you're doing that. Like, it's, it's, sometimes <laughs> it's just very to the point.
0: It will not be moderately unawesome. You <laughs> will be destroyed. <laughs> In the New Testament, we have 1 Corinthians 15 33, and it says, Bad company corrupts good character. So you may have good intentions, You may, you may have good character, you may be on the right path, but who you spend time with will impact you and not always in the way that you hope. Um, Proverbs 12.2 is a reminder that we have to be actively involved in being mindful of the influences around us. It says, don't conform to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So there's this there's this sense that if we're not actively being renewed, if we're not actively spending time with people that are building us up and sharpening us as Proverbs 27, 17 talks about iron sharpens iron. If we're not actively doing that, then we are passively being negatively impacted by the world around us. Now, let's be very, very clear. (laughs) This doesn't mean that you never spend time with people who are different from us or who disagree with us, nor does it mean that we don't spend time with non-believers. But it does mean that we always have to recognize the presence and power of influence and of being influenced. We just have to know that it's possible. And we have to go into situations knowing if we're going into a situation with people that we know are doing things that maybe we don't necessarily agree with or they are um, behaving in ways that we wouldn't behave. It's not saying don't be with them, but it is saying be mindful and one of the things I heard recently that I loved was going into a situation, having predecided your boundaries, like walking in and saying, you know what, I'm going to hang out. But if they start, like if I'm hanging out with a group of girls and they start gossiping, I've decided in advance, I'm going to just exit the conversation. I'm not going to engage if that's something that I'm struggling with, mm-hmm. or it could be a whole lot of different things, but I've got to go in knowing this group of people they don't necessarily think the way I do. They don't necessarily have the same constraints on their behavior that I do. So if I'm around them, then I need to pre-decide what my boundaries are so that if I get in a situation where it's going in a place I don't want it to go, then I've already decided where my boundaries are.
1: Yeah, that's such a wise little exercise Yeah, right? to just spend the time, again, being intentional in thinking through mm-hmm. in advance of something. Where, Where's the line? Mm-hmm. Knowing that... It, it, that people and, and your friends, the people you're with mm-hmm. influence you in some ways. So if you're like, I don't want to be influenced in that way, I'm going to cut bait here mm-hmm. and I'll, you know, and I'll come back. I'll see you later, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's fine.
0: And that's really okay. And then it gives you, it gives you a little bit more. Um, it just gives you something to hold on to when you get in a situation um, that, you know, okay, I can be around them. I love them, but if it gets to this point, I'm going to leave or I'm going to remove myself, and I just think that's really wise. So the question you have to to then ask yourself is who are the influences in your life? Who are the influences in my life? It can be family and friends, the people at work, neighbors, kids. It can be, you know, you just kind of need to look around and figure out who those people are because I read this um, – study you know I love to do my research and in psychology today they said this very interesting thing everyone's life condition tends towards the average of those around them said so if i'm up and you're down we'll each tend to pull one toward the other toward our inner, inner states usually both moving toward the mean between them in other words we will become like those we spend time with or at least become less of who we want to you know what i mean we'll we'll move towards the middle mm-hmm. And this is a call, again, just to recognize, not necessarily remove negative influences in our lives, because guess what? We live in the world. <laughs> not everybody's going to do things the way we do them or think the way we think. But it's only by being with others who are different that we begin to understand who they are and grow in empathy. So we we can't just remove them all from our lives because we have been called to love them.
1: Yeah. You're still called to a, a mission field too. Right. Yeah.
0: So, and we're going to talk about our influence on others in a minute, but we just have yeah. to know that when we go with the intent to influence, we must also remember that we are influenceable and come prepared. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think I I think it's so important to to keep in mind that we're talking about how people can have negative influence, but also can have positive Absolutely. influence too. Right. So if you're intentional about about your amount of time, again, mm-hmm. your 168 hours a week, <laughs> and you're thinking about how much time is spent with different groups of people, mm-hmm. it's just being aware, because you can, you know, it's important to be spending time with people who you know would be good influences on Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Who have good impact on you, who can help you grow in many different ways, who can right? can
0: challenge you, and who can help you be a better version yeah, of yourself. Yeah, spending
1: time with, with your... Christian friends, with mentors, with, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that that type of environment. Um, but also making sure that you're spending time with people who you know maybe not are the best influences, but you go in prepared. Exactly. Right? So that's a bit what we're going to be talking about in this next part is the power of our influence on others. Um, and so we see a, another little quote that Linda found from... <laughs> Psychology Today says, becoming the examples you yourself want to see. That's mm. keeping that, that part in mind is who do, who do I want to be? Mm-hmm. Who is the person I want to be? And making sure that you are exuding that mm-hmm. um, because that will help other people grow. And again, it's, it's, it's looking at godly character. Absolutely. You know, um, there's this passage from Matthew 5. That's worth reading here. Uh, So in Matthew 5, 13 through 16, this is Jesus. He says, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. Again, Jesus doesn't mince words. (laughs) You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. A couple weeks ago from when we were recording this, we heard a message from Pastor Buddy talking about salt and light. So we're going to link that in the show notes as well. So good. Yeah, a great message talking about, about this passage. Um, so anyway, we just wanted to make sure that that is available for you. Yes. Guys. And then there's the verse that Linda already mentioned, Proverbs 27, 17, iron sharpens iron in one man sharp, in uh, one man sharpens another. Now that is kind of a two way look passage. Mm-hmm. I think usually when we talk about that passage is, is we're talking about having like a, a mentor or an Accountability partner. Mm -hmm. So somebody to sharpen your iron. Right. But it works in reverse too. Right. You can sharpen somebody else's iron. You can help to sharpen other people. So that's just being intentional and thoughtful about your influence that you bring into your relationships, Mm -hmm. your connections, your time, your interactions with other people. There's this modern day proverb that says, far more is caught than taught right? And our examples speak much louder than our words ever can. So it's not like you have to think about each interaction with people as a teaching opportunity. Right. You don't have to go and say, okay, I have these set interactions today. Uh, this is how I'm going to teach right. in each of these times because I know I need to be thoughtful of my influence on them. And then, you know, oh, I'm, I'm going to go to the grocery store. I might interact with with a clerk there. Um, this is how I'm gonna use this teaching moment. If yeah. it's all right. No, no, no. <laughs> this far more is caught That would be t- weird. That's just thinking about the lifestyle that you are living. Mm-hmm. That's thinking about this Christ-likeness that we are called to grow in mm-hmm. and just being really thoughtful of how we are doing so and how we are making um, those decisions and carrying ourselves mm-hmm. and and the words that we use and and the way that we just approach situations and things, right? I think we can all think of people in our lives that we're like, "Wow, that like that person just exudes this kind of life that I want to have." Yeah,
0: whatever they've got, I want.
1: Whatever they got, I want. And yeah. so you can think about that, and that's just a life of of character building and you know, a life mm-hmm. of saying, "Uh, like I want to, I want to be this type of person," and you know, like. I think it's just making those decisions and that's that spending that comes from spending time with God, spending Absolutely. time with, with Jesus in the Bible in prayer and, and doing spiritual practices that we've talked about numerous times on the show. So that's just, uh, I think it all speaks into that.
0: Absolutely. The thing that I was just thinking about is that, you know, being a good influence doesn't mean you get it right all the time. Yeah. Um, our culture values you know we have influencers right you know (laughs) people who are awesome and it's like follow me but i think as followers of jesus our influence there's nothing more powerful than an apology there's nothing more powerful to set an example than to say you know what i was wrong and and you know if you were yeah and to be able to be authentic in that way like being an influence recognizing that you're an influence on other people doesn't mean you have to hide the broken places or the mistakes you know because people learn as much from when you confess or when you apologize as they do from and when sometimes you do things even right. more yeah for right?
1: sure like i think i think that ability to say i'm sorry to mm-hmm. ask for forgiveness to mm-hmm. want to talk something through admit you're wrong like that's so. It's almost like countercultural. So right. It just that stands out so much more than even just getting it right the first time. I yeah. Think. So. Yeah, and um, even
0: the ability, like in spiritual conversations, if you get to something you don't know, it's better for you to say, "I don't know. Let me look it up, and I'll get back to you." Versus feeling like, "Oh, I don't want them to think
1: I don't know." <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So. And. And again, it goes back to I think in what we were talking about about example, right? And and it's important to talk about this is why Jesus, he warned people not to follow the Pharisees' example. Right. right? The Pharisees tried to prop themselves up as these high and mighty examples to follow. Everybody, you know, should be like us. We know better than anybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yada. yada. Right? But what Jesus is saying is that their lives, their examples that they set, they were not worth to be imitated. Yeah. In Matthew 23, 3, he says, Therefore, do and observe everything that they command you, but do not imitate their lives for though they tell others w- what to do, they do not do it themselves right So that's like it, it's looking at those actions speak louder than words sometimes idea, right It's that taking the whole person into account. Mm-hmm. And so I, I that's important for us to keep in mind is is, is is we're not just looking for somebody who says the right things all the time is is you're looking for at people who, say say the things and live it out that's a part of Mm -hmm, their lives mm -hmm. and so that's also would be thinking about how you are doing are you being somebody who may say the right things but doesn't live like that in certain situations and so just doing that little self-reflection that self-audit and going back and and looking at this uh, at like what jesus was talking about in the Sermon on the Mount passage that we mm-hmm. read earlier for, from Salt and Light, like that whole i that whole place of being in a place where we want to be the type of people who mm-hmm. are reflections of Jesus exactly. in what we say, you know, in salt and what we do, light, right?
0: Yep, yep. So not only do we have to be aware that we have influence on others, um, we're actually responsible for the way we influence others. The Bible speaks about it in numerous places. First Timothy four twelve says, "Be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity." <laughs> you know, that bar is pretty high, but you know we're being. It, be a good example. Be. Set the example of living a godly life. Titus 2.7, in all things, showing yourself to be a pattern, habits, of good works in doctrine, showing integrity, reverence, and incorruptibility. Um, so again, we are commanded to be mindful of and set a good example for those around us. And then there's a warning in Matthew 18 Um, it says, whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it'd be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Again, not mincing words, but just this idea that our influence and our management of it is so important. If we're stumbling other people, Paul talks a lot about not putting a stumbling block in front of your brother Mm -hmm. or sister. So it's this idea that, that, Our influence, the way we image Christ, matters a lot. And people are watching us, and if we cause someone to stumble or someone to fall because of the way we're living, we bear responsibility for that. So it's
1: powerful. Yeah, and and a part of that responsibility is that reminder that we may always believe that we are influencing people for good, you know, in our lives. Um, But the truth is, is that sometimes, like... There's, there might be things that are blind spots to you mm-hmm. that people, other people are picking up on mm. and being influenced by, mm-hmm. right? So maybe that is um, we're trying to fit in into a certain way with a certain group of people. And so we're kind of adjusting our values and whatnot. And other people might kind of see that and yeah. be like, hey, you know, I noticed this, uh, you mm-hmm. know, and again, it just might be a blind spot for you. Or maybe, uh, maybe you fall into gossip. Other people are gossiping, like what in the situation, situation you talked about earlier regarding to having those preset boundaries, right? If you didn't walk into that, then maybe you find yourself getting into some stuff too, like slander or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And um, even it could be having a grumpy disposition, right? Being downtrodden. Grumpy
0: is contagious.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so, like, you know, even just the way that you hold yourself, Mm -hmm. are you somebody who looks interruptible? Mm. Are you somebody who looks inviting? Are you some, you know, just uh, every element of you? Mm -hmm. You know, some people will call it your aura that you're giving off or whatever. But it's just that, it's that, like, that energy that you're exuding Mm -hmm. is influenceable. It's it's an influence to others, I Mm -hmm. should say. Mm -hmm. So, um, again, just things to be thinking about, asking yeah. yourself those questions, and so to start to kind of tie these two pieces together, the way that we influence and the influence that we have on others, God calls us to pay attention to what is influencing us, mm-hmm. right? So we see from Proverbs four twenty three: Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it, right? So again, that's looking at this at this cycle nature above Mm -hmm. all else guard your heart so be careful of what is influencing you Mm -hmm. for everything you do flows from it right so that's talking about how your influence can often flow from what is influencing you right right and then philippians 4 8 Finally, brothers and sisters, so whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent and praiseworthy, think about such things. So again, that's thinking about what is influencing you. Mm -hmm. And as we go back to the verse from Proverbs, for everything you do flows from it. Yeah. Right? And then we see again in Psalm 101, 3, I will set before my eyes no vile thing. So that's just it's it's trying to set this standard for yourself of what is coming in, what is your intake,
0: because whatever your intake is, because
1: whatever your intake is is going to be output. Yep. Right. Um, and what's nice is God; He calls us to pay attention to His influencing us, but He also tells us that we can lean on Him for help. We see in some. 1937, turn my eyes from looking at worthless things. This is like a calling out to God turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and give me life in your ways. Right? We can make those asks if there's mm-hmm. stuff that you are struggling with, if there are certain people, certain influences, certain things, I, you know, ideas, whatever it is that you're struggling with. We can call out to God turn my eyes from l- looking at, at worthless things and give me life mm-hmm. in your ways. So it's just. In God, he gives us that reminder, too, to have that self-check for the quality of the influences that you're allowing in your life. Luke 6.45 says, The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good. That's a almost like a tongue twister of a sentence. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good. And the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the, the heart his mouth speaks. So, this is... This is that bow that ties this all together is the way the things that influence us, the things that we allow into our lives, the people we allow into our lives, Mm -hmm. that influences us. It changes us. It adapts us and modifies us. Mm -hmm. It impacts us. And so then when we influence others through through every single interaction that you have, what comes in is coming out in some way, shape or form. Mm Mm-hmm right and then then that can and then the way that you influence others that has an impact on them right and can create more negative influences that then go back into you it can become cyclical right so the quickest and easiest way to assess the impact of what you're talking uh, of what you are taking in right, either from the conversations with other people or from the media or from your own self talk your own self dialogue right is to listen carefully to what's coming out of your mouth, whether spoken or posted in social channels or whatever it is, you know, right? And if it leans really negative, if you seem bitter or um, unhopeful mm-hmm. or joyless mm-hmm. or jaded or spiteful, or vengeful, or you know, like any of the, like in that arena of right. emotion, um, then you may want to pause and kind of ask yourself, why? Because you're likely reflecting on what you've been taking in, right? I think that can, it's, again, it's all part of this influence cycle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So especially as we're talking about relational health, Mm -hmm. it's important to think about the relationships that you have in your life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So whether it's your family, your friends, you know, your coworkers, your neighbors, whatnot. These are all areas where influence is happening. Exactly. So, being mindful of the time that you're spending with other people and the influence that they have on you, right? And in putting it through a filter right. of the Bible, right? All right, or through a filter of other friends or mentors or accountability partners, right? right. So, if you are talking with somebody and you know. And there's somebody who you respect and they start talking about something in a way that you start to question. You're like, huh, that's making me question something that I thought to be true. Mm -hmm. Talk about that with somebody else that you trust. You know, it's not, and you don't have to talk about it the way like so-and-so said this. Right. (laughs) Hey, you know, I was having a conversation with somebody, they brought this up. What do you, you know, so make sure to check uh, things against um, uh, uh, other people who Mm -hmm who you respect. So don't just take the words of one person as, you know, gospel, unless it's Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> and in a similar way, then be thinking and be thoughtful of the way that you are talking in and uh, interacting and being with others. Mm-hmm. Right. That's so important in this missional um, ability that we have is when we approach living intentionally in a Christ-like way, it not only creates this magnetism mm-hmm. towards you, right? People want to be with people who are Christ-like. Yeah. So it draws people in, um, but it also just, it allows God to w- w- work in making interactions happen too, mm-hmm. right? It's something that God will honor that. Um, so anyway, that's a little diatribe on influence. <laughs> Anything else specifically around this that you wanted to talk about, Linda?
0: No, I just, I just, I love this topic because the more aware of it beca- that we become, not only are we, you know, not only are we more mindful, but we're also able to love people better because now we're we're thinking about them and what we're giving to them and what we're receiving from them. Because if we're getting real negative things from them, that can encourage us to pray for them and where it's like, okay, I need to have empathy for this person because obviously something has hurt them for them to be, you know, pushing it this way. So the more aware of that influence we become, the more we're able to have empathy for others and also the more we're able to be mindful of our own.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I think for me, the standout in talking about influence is just that idea that like every single interaction has influence involved. Exactly. And so if you think about your interactions almost as, resources as who do you want to be Mm -hmm. in interactions Mm -hmm. and because that will influence what you take in from other people. Exactly. How you let them influence you. And it will influence how you influence that. I realize I'm saying the word influence a lot in that um (laughs) using it as a verb in many cases. Um so I just think I think that thoughtfulness Mm -hmm. around um just just the prevalence of influence. Mm is an important thing to think about absolutely well that was a scripture filled look at a conversation <laughs> of influence i think i think maybe per capita that may have been our most scripture per uh, in a <laughs> which you know, is not a bad hour. thing it's not a bad thing <laughs> because because god knew right. the importance of this <laughs> exactly <laughs> topic. so it's seen all throughout scripture um all right friends we love you so very much we hope that you are doing well um now don't forget you can write a comment if you're watching on YouTube or send us an email at maturityatsaddleback.com. We'd always love to hear from you. Don't forget to uh, make sure to like uh, or subscribe or give a five-star review or rating. You know, those things go a long way. They help the show out. Make sure to check out saddleback.com slash podcasts um, for every other piece of podcasting goodness coming from Saddleback. Um, Is there something you wanted to say? No. Okay. You just got a big smile on your face. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing something. Okay. Friends, have a great day. We love you. And we'll be back with you next Tuesday.
2: If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube just subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of other video content. And if you are already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com doable to check out all of our previous episodes. And you can go to saddleback.com grow to find spiritual growth resources and view a calendar of upcoming events. Lastly, you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at solidback.com. Send us your thoughts, send us your questions, your Bible questions, your life questions, whatever. Who knows? Your question might just inspire an upcoming episode. Thanks again for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Jason Whelan, and I hope you'll join us again next week.